Hey guys, this is Tony with Energy Designs. Today I'm back with another Energy podcast. Um, today I want to talk about something that designers and creative types are not comfortable doing, but I think should be comfortable doing, and that's selling. Um, whether it's selling your products, your services, selling internally, externally, um, this is something that all designers should get comfortable with. Uh, it can set you apart from being a mediocre designer to being a good designer. And it's something that doesn't get talked about a lot, and it's something that people are just scared of doing. Um, it comes from, you know, designers being creative types, being the artsy-fartsy types, being introverts usually, and not knowing how to be comfortable in a sales situation where they have to give a number and they have to stick to that number. But I think this is a topic we should talk about, get comfortable talking about money, get comfortable talking about how to make money and how to be better designers. Because the one difference that sets a designer from an artist or from a hobbyist is that designers are career creative types. That means you have to make money, whether it's a freelance designer, in-house designer, or agency designer. So let's get into that topic today. So I like to start out all my podcasts talking about what I'm doing as an in-house designer, what I'm doing as a freelance designer. I like to do this to give you guys some real world experience, some real world info of how it is to be a designer in both these uh, careers. So let's talk about what I've been doing as an in-house designer. As an in-house designer, I've been... Uh, Working on this content marketing strategy. The thing is, if you're an in-house designer, you are more than usual a marketing department. Sorry for my dog. He is running in his sleep right now. If you hear yelping, that's him running in his sleep and dreaming. He's a weird dog. But anyways, you're a marketer. You're a designer. You're the entire department. Uh, so we've been working on the strategy, building it up. We've, we're coming on the first year of it come January. It's been a pretty su good success, I would say. Um, went from a website that was kind of sporadic with traffic to a flat line with different pillars of traffic, which is always good to see. That means there's people coming, and then there's more people coming, and then they're staying longer. Um, but we are... Next year, involving people in ways of interviews, involving people with written articles, videos. I'm trying to schedule this all out, make it all sense. Going crazy in the process, but hey, that's part of the job. And been working on that. And then we revamped our rep portal, which is a portal where our reps can come, look at our material that we have for them, download what they need, don't, but they don't. Um, made it a little bit user-friendly. Added some videos to it and some of the things I use in that rep portal. I'm pretty sure I talked about the rep portal update last week, but it's getting a little hard to keep track of all the uh, topics or what I talk about, especially in this segment. This segment just kind of off the wall or off the hip. Um, but some of the things I use for the rep portal update, I translated to other parts of the website and made those parts better. Um, and then we, I, I took 
the Learning Center articles, which are our content marketing articles, and added side menus finally to it since I figured out how to get an explorer to work with us. And it's better. It should drive down our bounce rate. If you don't know what bounce rate is, it is when someone goes to one page of your website and bounces. They just leave. Um, ours isn't high, but it's high, but it's not terribly high. It's about 60%, which is a little bit above average. Above average is about, or average is about 40 to 50%. So we're a little bit high, but we're working on it to get it down, and the Learning Center should help that. Um, also, I did a new section, or I'm thinking about doing um, a new contact form. This is because on the website we get a lot of spam emails, and if I create a form that has more info to fill out, it'll cause um, spammers to not fill out that form as easily. I think it'll make it easier. So we'll try that, see if it works. Uh, it's kind of slowing down the last couple of weeks. I got a couple of days off on vacation next week, going to visit my family in Florida. And then there's a couple things just slowing down. that Less people are in the office. Um, but I think it's going to overall end up in a good year. So what have I been working as a freelancer? I had one client that is a streamer, been wrapping up his stuff. Turned out really good. It looks really clean. Um, I'm gonna talk about. I'm gonna do in a whole podcast how to present um, a uh, a branding package. I think it'd be helpful for you guys to know how I do it. I do it a little bit differently than is even taught in school, but it's something that I've used and have learned that it works really well for me. Um, so we'll go over that at some point. Um, I've been taking some time to strategize for 2019. Uh, 2018 was my biggest year so far as a freelance designer, but it wasn't my most consistent year, if that makes any sense. Ace, why do you have to drink when I do stuff? I have to wait for him to stop drinking. Hold on. The camel is filling up his hump. He's finally left his crate. Ace? Ace, I'm recording a podcast, Ace. I know you know I'm working on stuff, and you have to make a noise. Thanks, Ace. You're the best dog in the world. Anyways, I've been taking – it wasn't my most consistent year. Um, there were months I went without work. There were months I went with good work. Mainly, well, there was some things that I could have done better, and that's what I'm going to prove on, but there were times where I just – got my ass handed to me by depression and I couldn't work. Um, and I'm trying to build something or build a, a system that will not allow me to get depressed again. Um, I'm also working on ways to get clients to come in consistently so I can always have clients coming in. Um, so those are going to be good. Uh, other than that, I'm, I'm picking up odd jobs here and there as they come in just to keep me going to the end of the year. Uh, but overall, it's been a good year as a freelance designer. Next year, I'm going to try to make it more stable, which will hopefully lead me to being a full-time freelance designer. So let's talk about today's topic. How to sell as a designer, or why should you sell as a designer, or why should you even care about sales as a designer? Um, 
regardless of you are an in-house designer, agency designer, freelance designer, contract designer, you're going to have to sell. Um, and that's something that you just have to come to terms with. Uh, so like say you're, let's, let's start with internal. Internal selling is if you're in an agency, a in-house designer, even potentially a contractor designer, just depending on how your relationship is with your contractor. Uh, but you're going to need to pitch ideas. You're going to need to sell concepts. You're going to need to sell your designs to people inside. Um, and you might not think of this as selling, but it is. It's selling without the cost. There's no carrot on the end for you to do this right or do it better or improve your selling capabilities. Um, so... Uh, like when I started at JMS, I came in, there was almost no design material or marketing material. Um, I came in, looked at their stuff, said, okay, these are the things I would like to improve. And here's why. Here's your benefit. Here's the improvement you're going to see. A good example was the website. The website for JMS was utter trash. It was such garbage that when I came in, I said, this needs to be redesigned. It's your sponsor for mobile. It needs to be easier to edit, and it needs more content on it. It took me a year to get that okay, but when I got that okay, it went full force, and it's a lot better now. Also, I had to sell this whole content marketing idea. This idea was not easy. This idea was four years in the making to get done, and it worked. When you're selling internally, you do not stop after the first no. Even if you're a freelancer and someone turns something down, you do not stop at the first no. If you think that is the best direction to go, you stay on track to get that done until people say yes. If you have to be the most annoying person in the room to get that yes, get that yes. Um, with so let's let's break it down a little bit further. If you're an in-house designer and you're trying to internally sell, there's a point to where you have to stop. You have to put it on the back burner. So content marketing, I brought up, I think at not even the end of my first year. I developed this whole marketing strategy. I said, this is what JMS should do. Almost everything in that marketing program has, or that marketing strategy has come true, minus two things, and those are coming true at the end of maybe 2019. Um, so you do that. You come to, okay, this is what we need. You bring it up to whoever would be that main decision maker. Maybe your boss, maybe the president, maybe the CEO, maybe marketing director, maybe vice president, whoever it is. You bring it up. You say, hey, I see this as a room to grow or this is something I think we should do. Um, you get a no, you say, why do you feel that this is not a good time for this? Uh, you might get an answer of, well, the budget's not in place. Uh, the, I don't fully believe in it. Countless answers. You'll get more answers than you know what to do with. Um, but you might have to even do this with your designs. So when I also came in there, there 
brand names for the products were all over the place. They had two brand names. So I went there and said, okay, we're going to make brand names for every single product. The thing in total is like 36. I designed logos for all 36 products, or however many products you had in the past. It's a lot. Um, and I said, okay, here's the brand. This is why it works. This is why it will work. It's just a matter of time for these brand names to catch on as they sit. From there, that grew and blossomed into the brand names. Same thing with the PowerPoint. The PowerPoint was trash. I was like, okay, we need to build this from the ground up to make it easier for you guys to use, easier for our, our audience to look at. And we've done that, and it is launching next year. That was another two-year project to get done. So selling internally is not going to be an easy turnaround. You're going to have to stay persistent. You're going to stay have to stay on top of it. Um, to make sure that you get what you want and what you believe is right for your company, you're going to have to do this. You're going to have to stay on top of it. You're going to have to push it and know when to stop, put it on the back burner, and wait a couple months, wait a year, and bring it back up and say, hey, I thought this was a good topic, or I thought this was a good strategy. I thought this was a good design. Can we talk about this again? Why do you think it won't work? Why do you think it will work? Do you think this is the right direction? Do you think this is right for our customers or not? And then continue pushing until you get a yes. So let's talk about selling externally as a designer, which is the hardest part for any designer to ever do. Um, internally is a little bit easier because it's something you're passionate about. It's something that you believe in. It's something that you want to see come to fruition. But selling externally when there's money on the line this is where designers start to break down. They don't know what to charge. They don't know how to charge. They want to be buddy-buddy with the, the client. And that can't happen. There comes a point as a designer you need to say, okay, I want to make X amount of dollars. How am I going to get there? And you don't take anything lower than that. Maybe you do once a year. Maybe you feel good around the holidays and you decide, once a year in the holidays, I'm going to help a small business get big. That's actually a great idea. You should do that if you're starting out. Stop your chin. Once a year, you decide that you're going to help a rest, or small business branding and everything. But that's off top. So selling as an external or externally as a designer. So let's say you, know, you find a mom and pop shop. You go there. To say, hey, I really like your work, or I really like your, let's say it's Russian, I really like your food. Food's great, amazing, love your sandwiches. Um, but your design's just not that good. Have you ever talked about, thought about hiring a designer? The answer might be, well, we did. We hired our cousin or a nephew, and this is what turned out. Or, no, do you know any? And then continue the subject, well, I'm a designer. And I really like your food, and I want to help you guys out. Can we sit down and talk about design and how it might help your business grow? And this starts the conversation. This gets the ball rolling. Um, you know, you're not when you start selling this this early on in the the, the uh, sales cycle. You don't want to talk about yourself. You want to talk about your client. Get them comfortable that you know you're in there for their best interest. And honestly, you should be. If you're not. It's not going to come out genuine. Trust me. 
you have to say, I I want to help you with your logo. I want to help you with your website. Um, and then you sit down and talk with them and understand where they want to grow. Keep that again. Understand where they want to grow. So you don't want to pitch them. Say like at the mom and pop sub shop, they got a nice website or they got a crappy website. Sorry. You don't want to give them a website like like Subway or like Jim and Nick's. If they don't want to grow that big, they don't want to do online orders. They just want people to come in. They love that experience of one-on-one communication. They like knowing who their customers in are. But they do want their website to draw more traffic. Great. You've got a baseline to, to reach. Same thing with the logo. You know, our logo is outdated, but, you know, it could be better and maybe communicate with the audience that we want. We want elderly people. We want families. <clears throat> we want them to know this is the restaurant for them. Or the, yeah, restaurant for them. Ace, it's not bedtime. Get out of the bedroom door. So, it comes time to talk down to price. And this is where any designer starting out will freeze. Hands down, they will freeze. I froze the first time. They'll ask, well, how much does it cost? There used to be a saying in sales, whoever puts out the first number loses. I... Disagree with this statement 100%. Because if you put out a number and the person doesn't get shocked, you did not go high enough. That's just proven. If you did not do that, you did not go high enough. I can tell you that right now. I kick myself when I don't go high enough. Because when you go low and you are too low, you can't go up. There's no way to go up. There's only a handful of times you can go up, but it's very rare. So once you work up or you go too high, like say you say, okay, for this logo, I'll charge you uh, $5,000. They get shocked. But we didn't think it'd be that much. Okay. I really want to work with you guys. Where do you feel comfortable saying? A price at. Now you're in negotiation. And now you are at a point where you're both trying to figure out a price. So say they say, you know, we were at maybe a thousand. That might be our highest. You have a lot of wiggle room to try to get a higher cost. So you are already walking in, probably thinking about $500. Or maybe, you know, $750 if you're starting out. You overshot, but now you're going to bank an extra $500 to $250 just by doing that. Now, this this takes a while to do because when you're talking about money to someone, especially face-to-face, you need to make sure you're confident about what you say. If you're not confident about what you say, uh, some people will take advantage of that and even go lower. Some people just know it. I can tell when someone's not confident about what they're telling me, and I will 
if it's money based, I will use that to my advantage just to try to get a better deal just because that's the type of business person I am. Um, so I think you need to be wary of where do I feel comfortable saying? What comfortable price do I feel at? You know, if you're comfortable right now at your point in your career saying $500 for a logo, say it. Say it until you feel comfortable saying a thousand. Then say that. Then say the next price. Then say the next price. But if you think that you're coming right out of high or college and you're going to say, I'm going to say a thousand dollars for a logo. And then you say, uh, you know, gets to the topic of, well, how much do you charge for your logo? And you start stuttering. You say, uh, 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 I charge uh, like a thousand. That ain't going to cut. That ain't going to fly. It should be, well, how much do you charge for a logo? I usually charge around $2,000 to $1,000. Bam. You're done. You got the deal. <clears throat> and this is something that designers fail at. It's also lead generation that designers fail at. They're always comfortable putting their work out there and thinking that the universe is going to bring them work. Yes, some clients will come to you based on your work. I have had clients come to me based on my work. But on top of that, you need to make sure that you have um, you have different ways of people finding you or ways of finding clients. And there's plenty of ways of finding clients. So... You know, some of my favorite ways of finding clients are Instagram DMs, Twitter DMs. Those are always good. Um, uh, also, going to local businesses, asking if they need work. That's always a little bit scary you're starting out, but it's helpful. Um, emailing them helps. But you always want to offer a proposition of, I'm here to help you. I want your needs. I don't need my needs covered. Always give the customer more value than you're willing to take. You're getting work from them. It better help their business grow, not get your portfolio fat and your wallet fatter at the same time. Um, selling is Selling to me is not that hard. It's just figuring out your customer's needs and figuring out what cost you are comfortable at saying at your point in your career. If you know those two things, you'll do fine. You'll be fine. You will grow. You'll, you'll take some lessons you learn. You'll take some jabs. You'll honestly get screwed at least once as a designer. So you might as well get ready to do it early. Um, but... I think that's going to do it for this topic. I think we covered up some good ground for this topic. Um, I can't think of anything else to talk about it. I think, you know, just, just get comfortable with what, you, what your price is. Get comfortable understanding your customer's true uh, needs and how to address those needs for external sales, internal sales. If you feel like you believe something is true and you think it's going to help the company that you work for, keep pitching it until it turns into a yes. Don't pitch it every day. Don't pitch it every week, but maybe a couple of months, maybe every quarter. Bring it back up and say, this is what I think you should be doing. 
So I want to talk about some updates before I get to the question of the day. Um, this week I will be releasing a, uh, I, mean, I don't know what to call it, but it's an extra podcast episode for the week to see how it performs, see how, you know, maybe two podcast episodes a week do. But uh, it's not going to be originally recorded. It'll be edited from a YouTube video I did originally. I just want to see how it does, it performs, see if it does good. Um, there's some older ones that I've done that maybe didn't get as many views on YouTube, but might do better on this platform. And I might just move some of the older ones that didn't perform as well over here for you guys. You know, there'll be an extra episode or two for them. Also, um, if you are if you are a streamer, uh, kudos, welcome to the podcast. Uh, but if you're a streamer or know a streamer, either on Twitch or Mixer, I'm doing a giveaway. It is a giveaway for a streamer branding package that includes a logo, panels, uh, splash screens, uh, social media headers, and stuff. This is a two-reason approach. One, I want to help streamers grow. I want to help streamers have good logos. Uh, streamer logos, I've noticed, are kind of garbage. Two, um, I am wanting to offer this more as a service, and I need to build my portfolio. So this is one way for me to help you guys out while I also get a little bit of a benefit of building my portfolio for this service out and figure out where the prices are for these services. So those are the two updates I want to give you. Um, expect another episode out this week, maybe this weekend. Uh, giveaway going on. If you want to know how to enter the giveaway, just go to my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash designs. And use the giveaway command, and you'll get a link to it. So question of the day. What is your issue with selling as a designer or creative type? Is it the money issue? Is it, uh, you know, confidence in selling? Is it that you don't think you have a good enough product or service to sell? Uh, just let me know. Let me know if Twitter, Instagram, wherever. Let me know what you're having issues selling as a designer or creative type. I'd love to know. Um, I think this is a topic we all need to get over, especially if you want to be a freelance, independent, contract, whatever one of those three words you want to use, you have to get over this topic. You have to get over this hurdle to grow. Um, but if you just want to stay as a hobbyist, cool. You don't need to get over this. But if you want to take that leap from hobbyist to professional, this is the hurdle you need to get over. So that's going to do it for this podcast, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, if you got anything out of this podcast, if you think you know someone who might get something out of this podcast, share it to them. Give it to them. Let them listen to it. Um, podcast is wherever podcasts are found. So if they have a favorite platform, it probably is on that platform. So share it with them. Introduce it to them. Let them know that this one's good for selling the graphic design. Um, thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys in the next one.